I Hate Musicals is produced by Polyphonic Theatre Ensemble. Our hosts are Megan Tripaldi, Kyle Ahrens, and Chantal King. Our production manager is Holly Pryor. This podcast was recorded on Wabanaki land. Welcome to I Hate Musicals, the podcast. I'm Megan, the hater. I'm Kyle, an historian. I'm Chantal. I'm old enough to have owned Flubber on VHS, but too old to do the renegade dance from TikTok. <laughs> Off to the races. Wow, we uh, are we are coming in hot today. Wonderful. Um, and it's good because we have a lot to talk about today. We will be discussing the book of Mormon. Asadiga Ibelai. Oh my. It's a spooky Mormon hell dream. <laughs> oh, yes. Sure is. So, fun facts about the Book of Mormon. Uh, it opened on Broadway uh, in March of 2011. Um, despite the world being shut down, it's still technically considered open. It's got a music, lyrics, and book by the South Park guys, Trey Parker, Robert Lopez, and Matt Stone. Uh, it's as of uh, <laughs> shut down date in the world. Uh, it has grossed over $500 million, making it one of the most successful musicals of all time. And at, uh, after July 27th of 2019, it became the 14th longest running Broadway show, uh, surpassing 42nd Street. Well, what? Okay. I actually did not know that. Step it all yeah. over a classic. Right. Yes. Murdered it. <laughs> Indeed. So it's now, uh, oh, go ahead. I have a question, Kyle. In in your research, did you I I have heard things about this, but I have not confirmed them in my internet research. Um, was this one officially approved by the Church of Latter-day Saints? This show is officially approved by the Church of Latter-day Saints. How? What? How? How? I will tell you. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah. I want to know because more. Because the guys that wrote this show um, were respectful enough to not let me finish. <laughs> were respectful <laughs> enough to not change anything out of the Book of Mormon. So anything that they are talking about that is directly related to the Church of Latter Day Saints is accurate and real. Um, this is it's also amazing publicity to the show or to the religion. People go see the show, they think, oh my God, this is hilarious. Let me actually read this book to see if it's real. And then you ever so often get the person that goes, huh, it's actually kind of cool. I might, I might be interested in this. So it is one of their best recruiting tools. Wow. I, uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm Clearly, we are speechless. Yeah, yeah. we are speechless. Uh, you know yep, what? Yep. Marketing I, team, go you. I pretty much. And I, Trey and Matt are making a so shit ton of money. money. So, <laughs> so much money. So it's, much money. It's like those oh. brand consultants for cults. I mean, yeah. you're not you're, wrong. Yeah, you said <laughs> it. I mean, you said I it. Because especially when you go through the song, I believe, like a lot of the things he believes are what mormons believe that's true oh my god he does believe jesus has his own planet as well i was literally just about to mention the planets <laughs> yeah that's that's what yeah they... 
do. I feel I feel odd. Yes. Walking a fine I feel like we're walking a fine line here of like, you know, there might be people who listen to this and are like actually they don't call themselves Mormons anymore, apparently, uh, from the Church of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel I feel bad making fun, but at the same time the musical does it for over three hours. I <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> why don't why don't we move on yeah. um before we get to <laughs> yeah to yeah whole. sure um yeah, let's, so let's talk the story yeah so we start in the church of latter-day saints training center we meet a whole bunch of young men missionary to be all super white white bread dudes um the mm. whitest most white bread of them named Wonder elder bread. price uh elder kevin price so <laughs> he is talking with his fellow missionaries to be about the process of converting folks so they are all of the age where they are going to be sent off onto their mission and kevin because he is the upstanding dude he is the teacher's pet everyone knows he's the guy that knows the most he's sure he's going to go to his favorite place which is orlando for his mission um, but he gets paired with Arnold Cunningham, a, an insecure, compulsive liar. Um, and because Kevin is the best of the best, they send him to the most challenging area, Uganda. Uh, Kevin is really upset about it. He, he feels God isn't listening to him for some reason. Um, as soon as they get to Uganda, they are immediately robbed by local warlords. Uh, the lo- local is named General Butt-Fucking-Naked. Um, so, spoiler alert, there's lots of swearing. Content warning. Um, and he gets to their village. They have no possessions. They've been robbed. And they learn of the villagers' favorite phrase, Hasadiga Ibawai. My favorite phrase to use in 2020. It roughly translates to, fuck you, God. Uh, so... Price and Cunningham are figuring out how they're going to figure this out. They're meeting with the other elders of the area. Uh, They talk about thought suppression, a practice done by Mormons. Um, But they kind of talk about together, uh, Cunningham and Price, how, you know what, we're in this together. We're partners, we're pairs. This is is our mission. We're going to do it. So next day comes along, Price goes into his well-polished, well-oiled machine of talking about Joseph Smith and the the foundation of the Mormons. Meanwhile, the daughter of the local tribe, um, she meets up with Elder Cunningham and she starts talking to them about what she's heard it's like. She'd heard about these missionaries before and she wants to know what it's like. And she has this beautiful song about this beautiful place called Sa-Tle-Ka-Siti. Um, meanwhile, Price has decided it's not working out for him and he requests a transfer to Orlando without telling his partner, Elder Cunningham. So at the end of Act One, we've got Price leaving to go to what he wants, and Cunningham is trying to build up this courage that he does not have to be the man he's supposed to be. So we get into Act Two, and Cunningham tries to be Kevin Price and just flounders and doesn't know the story, so he just pulls from his own nerd background. He throws in Oh, let's see. He throws in hobbits. He throws in Boba Fett. He has people getting turned into frogs that have to have sex with in order to cure AIDS. It's a whole thing. 
Um, while that's happening, Price, Elder Price in Orlando has a nightmare called a spooky Mormon hell dream. And he sees Satan and Jeffrey Dahmer and Hitler. Jesus specifically calls him a dick. Um, and it's kind of his wake up call. So he goes back to Uganda and marches right into the general's camp, singing that he believes all about this religion. Meanwhile, um, Cunningham, and I'm so sorry, I have worked very hard to get these pronunciations and I'm doing my best. Nabalungi, I believe, is her name. Yeah, Nabalungi. Thank you. You're good. Yeah, got you. Um, They have a very nice moment of her deciding to convert. Um, And it's hilariously sexual while not being sexual at all. She gets baptized. Um, They kind of have this moment with the missionaries of, you know what, this is what we're here to do. Um, So (laughs) Price is kind of uh, spiraling downward. He meets with the president and Cunningham's like, no, no, we got this. Don't worry. So the missionary president comes in and the tribe has all decided to convert and they're going to put on a pageant. And they put on the pageant of Joseph Smith, the American Moses, and it's just a blasphemous <laughs> nightmare that is mortifies them. Oh, and they leave. However, the missionaries there say, you know what, we've actually done something. And they actually point out at the end that the Ugandans don't believe that these things actually happened. It's just the stories behind them. A man didn't actually fuck a frog and have his AIDS cured. What they talked about were the belief that having these things might cure disease or how you might find ways to deal with illness. And it's actually a really touching point about how religion is supposed to work, how it's supposed to give hope. Um, And they kind of close out with a nice bookend of the opening song. So it's hello again, but this time it's the Ugandans now preaching the new book, The Word of Elder Cunningham. That was good. Damn. That was good. I, you know, I, where do we even begin? I'm familiar with this musical, but I, I've never heard it all laid out like that before. So I'm just like, the pieces are falling. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, actually, like a lot of music. And I believe it's the same people who wrote Avenue Q, right? Uh, Also, the hit movie Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I believe that is a different person. Let me check. Let me check. Because I, want... I know it's Robert Lopez. I don't remember if he's the is same. Isn't that Lopez? Lopez. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Robert Lopez is the same um, from not only is he Book of Mormon and Avenue Q, he's also Frozen. I've been in um, And he's worked quite a bit with Disney working on the music for Frozen yeah. 2 and Coco. Yeah. And Coco? Yep. What? Okay, so Robert Lopez is good at yeah. music. Um, yeah. yeah, they go into music. There's a lot of music in this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a lot of music. So I don't know if we can cover all of it, but we got some stick Oh, yeah, we got a lot of things that were like, this is amazing. Like the standout hit, I believe. I think that was what really took it over the edge because it was just so ridiculous and i remember it being performed at the tonys and um and watching it and being like this is blasphemous but i kind of love it i believe that the lord 
God created the universe, I believe that he sent his only son to die for my sins. And I believe that ancient Jews built boats and sailed to America. I am a Mormon, and a Mormon just believes. Because it also plays on the fact that it's it directly sounds like... Um, and Robert Lopez talked about this, uh, I have confidence from Sound of Music, which is insane. Yeah, because a warlord who shoots people in the face, what's so scary about that? A captain with seven children, what's so scary about that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That thing in your head of like, oh, I've kind of heard this before. And it's because, yes, you have. And musically, so smart. So, so, so smart. It's the same. I, I love Robert Lopez's work because he relies on the wittiness of his lyrics and then, like the uh, and then the music kind of bolsters it. Um, so yeah, uh, I believe "Hello" is iconic because you just see these white, white, whitey, white, white men ding dong, ding dong on your door, and like everyone has experienced at least missionaries coming to your house to preach about. I hid in my closet one time because <laughs> oh, she I just wouldn't tell leave. Them to talk to my husband, and they leave. Oh. Yeah, it and it's just like wow, it's just it's I, just. You know, <laughs> you, you, you're nice to them one time and then they keep coming and back they keep coming back yeah. just, i'm like ooh, oh no you're like Please. you you won't like me <laughs> i'm not for you Yeah, this oof, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, Another song that I think is everything. really yeah. important to talk about is Sotle Kasiti. I was about to get into yeah. Um, it yeah. is it is one of the most beautiful for performances I've ever seen. It's because the lyrics are a little hilarious until <laughs> until you look at it with the critical eye of oh these Ooh. are real. Thoughts. And she's experiencing like, these things too. And just at the end of the song, uh, soon I'll be on my way. Soon life won't be so shitty. Oh no, no, before that, um, Mama, you didn't lie. I know it's real, and I'm gonna fly. She just yeah. holds this so high, and like the dramatic irony of we, the audience, know that it's Salt Lake City, like, and hey. her having such this high opinion. It's, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> Her belief is just so strong. Nikki Jones was so good. Facts. Facts. I yes, 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 yes. Um, I I would actually like to talk about spooky Mormon hell dream. Yeah, go for it. Um, first of all, it to to quote our hobbledyhoy, um, it slaps. It Uh, slaps. (laughs) Look at that Gen Z language. I don't know what am I? Yay! I'm I am a I am a millennial. I'm an I'm an old millennial. Um, yeah, I I think it's really 
it's it's silly as hell but and it's catchy but the thing that really sticks out for me about this particular song is that this is this is actually how someone who's that immersed in this kind of religion thinks like this this let's let's Take a look at the first couple of lines. Long ago when I was five, I snuck into the kitchen late at night and ate a donut with a maple glaze. He's talking about... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's talking about how he ate a donut in the middle of the night, and now all of these demons come out, the, the minions of hell, and are basically like, well, you're fucked. You're dead. Um, because he ate a donut in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, like, not to make this a bigger talk about you know how certain religions are really toxic um it's like that that kind of powerful thing is it's so easy to find the comedy in the song yes. because it is so honest jesus hates you this we know for jesus just told you so you remember lucifer he is even spookier <laughs> I feel that way about Turn It Off as well. Because mm-hmm. also when this came out, I was, uh, I think I was, oh, this is going to make you guys hurt. I think I was a sophomore oh, no. in high school. <gasps> oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I was a sophomore. Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school and I was still figuring out my sexuality. And my parents at the time were really, really religious. And I would hear Turn It Off and I was like, maybe I could just flip on that little switch and it would go away. But really the deeper meaning of the song is that's silly. Why are you doing that? You know? So I, and I love how it's all these like different uh, reasons and different, like kind of like the religious mind think of like, this was bad and it happened, but you know what? Forget about it. The Lord. Yeah. Turn it off like a light switch. Just go click. It's a cool little Mormon trick. We do it all the time when you're feeling certain feelings that just don't seem right. Treat those pesky feelings like a reading light and turn them off like a light switch. Just go back. Really, what's so hard about that? Turn it off. Turn it off. (laughs) No, you got to process those feelings and emotions and it's okay to feel them. It's valid. And there are religions that promote that sort of thing, but I mean, I grew up Catholic, and I remember very vividly in in a uh, theology class in seventh grade, uh, the nun teaching it said, "Oh, no, it's okay to be gay, but you just can't act on it or you know tell anybody or do anything about it. But like, if you say it to yourself, I guess that's fine." I'm like. So what? it's not okay? Is it okay? So like, what, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Repression. Give me Repression a straight answer. Hell of a joke. <laughs> and it was a straight answer. Thank you, guys. Ah, ah, ah. Thank you. So I think the music really, like, yes, it's, but also it's the guys who made South Park. They, they thrive on making people offended. That's just their niche. So some of the music. And satire. And satire as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
it it showcases that very very well and i think it it executes it expertly in that sense of that yeah um well agreed agreed it, um, yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna drop some hot takes and unpopular opinions right now Do it. but if you want to compare it to other eras of musical theater they are very much the cole porter of the modern age say more on that huh so let's look at kiss me kate uh <laughs> any tom dick or harry any tom <laughs> harry or dick there was no subtlety there bianca wanted to be a hoe so she would be Me. with any Tom, Harry, or Dick. Not as played that part. There is no veil, none whatsoever. Yeah. Um, look at oh, I am a terrible historian right now. Let me just think of the song. Um, I can't remember what it was from, but I'm pretty sure it was a Cole Porter watch uh, wrote it. Um, no, 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 no. Never Xanadu. I'm sorry, you guys. I just love it. Dewberry was a lady. Dewberry was a lady uh, mm. from 1939. There's a song called Well Did You Ever. And like that whole thing is the man is teaching the woman how to hold your confidence at a party. She's like, okay, let me throw some gosh at, gossip at you. Have you heard that Lindsay Doyle just got pinched in the Aster Oil or something <laughs> like that was that kind of pun or those kind of lyrics were what Cole Porter was known for. Was those really satirical <laughs> straight out puns for if you go back and look through all of his shows, we do not have the time on this podcast to go no, through yeah, all of them. No, true. Uh, but Kiss Me we Kate is like the live. best example. <laughs> but like, yeah. so if you start looking at the way he wrote lyrics and like think, okay, what's going to happen like a hundred years from now? We get satirists like Trey Parker and um, Mr. Stone, whose name I, again, Matt. I'm really bad with names today. Thank you. Yeah, you're Matt. good. Matt. Robert, Robert Lopez. And Robert Lopez. And Robert and Lopez. They, that level of satire is what we're looking at today. So if we were to go back 100 years, that, that is who we would be watching. We'd be going to see shows like Kiss Me Kate and go, oh, that's raunchy. <laughs> he spanked her on stage. Oh, oh my God. My pearls. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. ankle, though. Oh, my God. Oh, that ankle, though. That ankle. <laughs> thick. <laughs> Isn't that a cankle? That ankle's so Irish. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, hey, I got him. I can. Yeah, I can no, I love it. I love your. So we've talked about some of the songs that are iconic. We've got. I believe yes. we got Salt Lake City. We've talked about Spooky Mormon Health Dream. Are there any songs that miss for us? Oh, absolutely. There's so many. <laughs> it's it's like oh my, my god. god. I have a list. <laughs> I. Okay, as much as like I I get it and I get that they're honing in the point, I hate I am Africa. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And why is it there? Ooh. Like we already know that these white men have invaded sorry, are <laughs> are in the you know, they're there. And I don't need to see a bunch of that's rude. I'm not gonna say that. Do it. <laughs> I, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to see a bunch of pasty white men singing about how they're African. I don't need it. Get the fuck no. away from me! I like I get it. It's no. satire, cool, cool, cool. But that's where I'm like, okay, that's calm down. We've I've enough. People with gigantic inflatable dicks, fucking frogs. I don't think I need to hear a piece about I am Africa by these white men. So that's actually a recycled joke from South Park. Oh, okay, they're pandering. Uh, yeah, that's that's a pander to <laughs> oh, their audience. A hundred percent, they're pandering. Um, that is that's a, what they do. 
There True. was an episode where <laughs> Kyle broke the dam in South Park and it flooded a lot of areas. And at the end of the show, he's trying to fess up to it and said, I broke the dam. And the adults are like, he's trying to say that we as a community are responsible for this. I broke the dam. No, no, no. I broke the dam. And like the adults just keep coming with like, I broke the dam. And oh, I think that was in 2009 South I'm Park. Spartacus. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's a retired joke that they like to use because they really enjoyed that one. So that's 100% where that song came from. Like and I get it. But like me in my in my in my rebellious high school self watching the bootleg online was like, I don't need this. I'm a skip <laughs> past this. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a hit that's a miss for me. Um so you said you have a list. Oh I do. <laughs> I wanna I wanna hear more right, about this list. Because I'm pretty one. sure um <laughs> we're gonna agree on some stuff. Uh uh, I don't know if we will. I uh, I get that. <laughs> I get that. Baptize me is like you know. It's funny they're like having sex, but not. But like. Uh, <laughs> okay, but but the lyric "I'm wet with salvation" it's is true. Fucking like, that, gold. like that's gold. That, okay. But, like I'm like okay. Yeah, let's, we're like at hour fucking three. Let's let's hurry it up with this fucking. Satire it is thing. it is long. I will say that it is. There's a lot going on. Um. Oh, I, I am think- here for you as well. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. <laughs> It's when they're, it's when, uh, it's like, uh, Cunningham is singing to, his name's Kevin, Kevin, right? Yep, Kevin. Kevin Price. Yeah, it's their first night. Of course night. his name is Kevin. Kevin, yeah, it's their first night in Uganda, and, and, uh, Elder Cunningham, like, creeps up behind and is, like, gonna sing in, like, a little, little bedtime jump. Yeah, there's I'm some. Like, I don't need it. <laughs> there's some homophobia there that it doesn't need to happen. Oh, it is? Really? <laughs> For me, I just, musically, it's not interesting to me. It it feels out of place in the show. I agree. Yeah, for um, yeah, yeah. I I didn't know about that. Go into that more, bit. Well, I mean, there's. I think we can agree. I mean, and Josh Gad does this so well as the original Elder Cunningham. You mean Olaf um, from the hit Disney movie Frozen? <laughs> what? I've not heard name of drops. This. Oh, I know him personally. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> No, we do not here at I uh, Hate Musicals, the podcast. It's a lie, no it's a lie, it's a lie. I, I don't know him. <laughs> my best friend. Um, <laughs> um, wow, where were we? Okay, Josh, Josh Gad. Gad. Um, he, he's got this really, at least in clips I've seen, there's this energy between them that's very much, and which, which is really funny because Andrew Reynolds is just so, so beautifully gay. Yes. Um, and is playing this this poor straight white boy. Um, there's like these these tones of of just like I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. Oh. Like there's there. I maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it felt like an unnecessary <laughs> gay joke. You know. I mean the one the big the musical is a big <laughs> gay joke. I mean, <laughs> that is true. I mean, that's that's kind of a thing that they're known for, and I, yeah, I I understand that they're trying to be like, it, yeah, it, but there's a point where it's like, okay, this is like, because I I and I hate to bring Avenue Q back to this, but like Avenue Q, I'm like, oh, tasteful. There's a line, and like I get that they're all about crossing the line, totally cool about it. But at a point, sure. I just like me personally, I'm like, okay, I'm tired. Like I 
I like. I don't like South Park. I'm gonna say it. I don't like it. I just think it's like I'll play the video games. <laughs> I, but I don't liked like South Park. it until I turned 18, and then I started to be like. Not to call myself woke because that's icky, but like I did start to open my eyes a little bit. Yeah, and, that's fair. And just brush all the sleep dust out of there and be like, oh, oh no. Yeah, and it's like being too a person much. from Colorado where it's based <laughs> off. Of, oh God. <laughs> and like going. I forgot about that kid. Yeah, and going to places. They're like, have you been to South Park? And I'm like, I no. That's like freaking white America 101. I'm not going. Would I go there? No. The doy, but it does look like that, though. <laughs> it, do, it does look like that. Wait, is South Park a real place? Yes. I thought it was a fictional it. town. No, it's a real, oh. wow. Hi, guys. It's a real place. You can visit. Oh, my God. It's near Colorado Springs. Wow. It's grew awesome. my little, blew my yeah, little brain real, wide open. It's a real place. Wow. And uh, whenever I go places, they're like, oh, do people act like that? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> the wrong person. I don't fucking watch I usually stuff. am inclined to ask someone from Colorado if they've seen a bear, but, I, you know, true. that well, feels you- like a logical question. <laughs> How's the yeah. skiing? No, once I heard there's a character called Token, I was like, I think I'm okay. Mm. <laughs> I, I really mm. live that daily. I don't need to mm. see it. <laughs> So I'm, I'm shit. Set. I'm set too real. I'm sorry. The, no, no, keep it real. Keep it real. <laughs> keep, the keep, one other song that I I kind of want to address because it's the one I don't like okay. is the end of Act One called "Man Up." Uh, I, just, I, don't, I uh, cool. I am not alone here. I okay, okay. I will say uh, I only like the 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 part where um Navaluga comes in and she has a typewriter and she's like, "Did you get my text?" And everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, <laughs> like, uh, that just, is a good part. Just just that bit. Everything else, I'm like, get. get but yeah, out I here. just I just hate the phrase in general. As a person, it bothers me. I'm like, man up. What does that even mean? Does that mean support women and make sure that they are just as loud as the men? Yes, man up and be supportive. And or does that if you're mean- in a cis hetero relationship, you actually let the woman finish? Hey. <laughs> I'm speaking. More ways than one. I'm speaking. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm speaking. Oh, oh, I was like, I got like an ad from that. That was just beautiful. <laughs> like, oh, uh, you just, uh, just, you just gave me muscles. Ooh, I just <laughs> popped a little chub. Not gonna lie. Sorry, that's gross. I'm an, I'm, this is, I'm, we're here. Leave we're it here. in, leave it in. We're here. <laughs> oh, man. But just like, that's, Woo. well, those are great things. That is not what the song's talking about. It's talking no, about. No, no, no man yeah it's and i like, know the point is to make fun of toxic masculinity but in 2011 we weren't at a place where we could do that intelligently yet so it's just gross yeah we were okay. still making sandwich and kitchen jokes at that time so oh, we were, we were, <laughs> we were. <laughs> so funny oh. um so I'm, I'm noticing a trend here yes <laughs> uh, that we keep being like i know you were trying to but yeah. So, so, so maybe let's um, maybe let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay, get into Ooh. the main course. Get uh, into the steak, the, the meat. Of the, it. the tomahawk, big juicy boy. Give me that marinated tofu slab. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm not a vegetarian, but I just wanted to be inclusive. Uh, oh, good for you. That gave me like Teen Titans vibes. Anyways, um, so <laughs> from the tofu episode. Anyways, um, lunch, and I just happen to be in the mood for a nutritious meat-free substitute. Okay, my my problem with mm. it. And I, mm-hmm. I want to be like, because I will listen to Hasidiga Ibo in my car when I'm feeling in a mood. Mm-hmm. I'll, blast, I'll blast that shit constantly. Mm-hmm. But my big issue is it falls into the trope of uh, white saverism. And I mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. and it makes me mad. Because Africa is actually a well-developed country we're just stupid i ooh, ooh. It just, no it's, no no keep going <laughs> it's how like america perceives it. it's like oh there's like tribes and shit like yes but like how exotic but <laughs> not like what you see from like your your history class of like guns germs and steel it's not like that anymore you dumbass like no and i'm just tired of seeing like oh a white person comes in and shows these black people that you are less fortunate let me help you through our white ideologies and i'm like i don't want it (laughs) i don't want that i keep seeing this uh meme go around that's something like like if you're if you're not willing to support black lives matter but you're still gonna post about your mission trip to africa The amount what are of you doing? Christian girls I've seen grab a poor fucking Ugandan kid and be like, this is uh, Gerard and he's in this little village. And I'm like, shut up. That's not what it, it's not for your fucking Instagram feed. You who's Karen? That, who's that old white guy that like is always crying? It's like there's the Sarah McLaughlin song for puppies and then there's the Sarah McLaughlin song for poor <laughs> African children. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 For just $6 a month, you can sponsor the same African child as everyone in your fucking neighborhood. I thought that was on purpose. It's just one penny. It's like buying a star. Just one penny a day. The star doesn't give a shit. The star's never going to see any of that money. It's just NASA. Just one penny and Matumbo and his whole family can have rice for a month. If you give a penny a day, isn't that just three dollars and sixty cents a year? <laughs> so upset. It makes me so upset because it's like, yes, this is so funny, pointing out religion, ha 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 ha. But guess what? Africa is actually doing pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that apartheid's over. <laughs> yeah, true, and like, yeah, and also, I wouldn't be surprised if Wakanda was a real place and they're just chilling. If if, uh, if any Wakandans are out there, take me, take me now, please. This is oh. a cry for help. Okay, thank you. Rest in peace, Chad. With what was mine. also that broke my heart. Um, I hate 2020. Anyway, oh, oh, we all do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting so It's killed all the best people. It has, and it keeps some. Also, I, I'm gonna say a controversial thing right now, so you can cut it if you want. But I don't care about Evan Van Halen. Um. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you wish that Trump would die. Anyways. <laughs> oh, no, I do. I That's do not controversial, though. I, no, literally. I, I, I when I frequently refer to a person as an itch, I was so excited. And then I was like, you could have just put an air bubble in his thing and then we would be done. I, I was like. But then, but then, pre- well. Anyways, anyways. anyways sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> That's for after. <laughs> so, I hate musicals well, podcast after hours. After hours? No, okay. Yeah, it's just white. It's the whole white saviorism thing, and I've just seen too much about that. Where it's like a white girl or white guy comes in, it's like this black person doesn't know the world, and it's like Emily, shut up. 
I don't care. Be quiet. What? Question. Anyways, um, answer. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the fact that, in my opinion, the most educated person in the show is Nabalungi? Hmm. Mm. I do like that. <laughs> I wish they would expand upon it more. I That'd be great. Too, but I feel but like. Do we want two white boys to try to expand on that? There it is. Probably. Not. There it is. That's what. That's what gets me. That's what mm. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that falls into the you tried, and in 2011 it was a good job to try this. Right. Of yeah. Putting a black woman as the most educated person in this show. She says a lot of funny things just because sure. yeah. of the culture differences. Yeah. But like when you look at emotional maturity and look at who has the ideas that are actually going to change and do things for the better, it's her. But it, at one point, does this not feel like it's pandering? that's true because i because i feel like when it came out we were all like oh, there's actually so many black people in the musical wow and it was like yeah. there's more parts for us but now that i'm looking at it i'm like i don't want to learn a ugandan accent <laughs> it's gonna be offensive <laughs> also do it. <laughs> right like how does look because actual Ugandan people are not going to be playing these roles. Like, no, let's be no, real. Let's about it. And, and just the trope of, like, man, Africa is such a third world country. It's, just, it's, it's fucking, fucking over the head at this point. Oh, what was that? What was that that, that the, the president said? <laughs> Shithole country. My lips quivering. You can't see. It. Yeah, it's just and too so, bad. This isn't a visual medium because we're all making faces. And so, like, I I get like the I don't because a lot of black people they weren't getting we weren't getting work at that time. There was not a lot of us in musicals. It would just be that one girl that would belt her face off, and then you wouldn't see her for the rest of the show. And then like a really good dancer, and that's it. I so it was there like, was was Porgy and best out at that time the revival with audria mm. i think the revival might have been but it, for me it's more, more but like that's it but for me it's more like new new musicals because it was getting right. to this like park and bark age instead of where we're bringing it back to dancing now which i don't know why over <laughs> uh, this park and bark age of like okay cool maybe this will open up some stuff but at the same time it's like cool it's open but do i want to you know, be a stereotype that I'm constantly fighting all day, every day. Right. And we're going to give a history point to Megan because they correctly identified that the revival of Porgy and Bess starring Audra McDonald did in fact open in December of 2011. In yeah. And opened officially in 2012 in January. Ooh, and nice. I'm the hater. You're <laughs> the hater. I like that. points. <laughs> um, I don't um, know why right. you remind me of like I like turtles. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. In fact, I like turtles. Um, <laughs> I'm actually looking up another show right now because there's a show, and I want to see when it was when it came out. Um, that did a lot of what we were talking about better. Okay. Ooh, um, okay. Show me. <laughs> Enlighten uh, me. <laughs> It's it's my same it's my same problem with the um with what's happening oh, now no. with the LGBTQ community in in uh in Broadway right now. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, Tootsie hate... did not need to be a thing. Also, I hate the prom. I said it. Come at me. I hate it. It's dumb. <laughs> I think it's bad. 
there you go. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this is, this is like, it, it's like, okay, sure, satire, but just because it's satire. It's the flip side of the coin of Avenue Q. Right. It is. Right. There's no doubting that Trey Parker and Matt Stone are good at what they do. But are they though? <laughs> I mean, you got two white boys from Colorado. I don't I there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and personally be like A for effort. <laughs> yeah, because I love I love the music aspect. The yeah. Actual, like, it's great for all those white boys. I, as a white boy who graduated college in 2011, this was the first show I ever got a callback for for a Broadway show in New York. So, yeah. I, uh, and Kyle, I I'm that. not saying that you shouldn't be celebrated for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to realize that my, I, from my perspective, I, I do not have a, a part in this show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine. I am white. I don't need all of the parts. Um, and I'm starting to realize that there are a lot of other communities that are feeling exactly the way I do right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. it's the which, which is the, the African-American community has felt for a very long time. So ooh, that's why when ooh. this came out, I was like, we get work? <laughs> yeah. But at what cost, though, is my yeah. thing. Like, yeah, if exactly. you look at all the featured parts in the show, they are mostly the white male missionaries yeah like what's what's nice is that like for someone like me it's like ooh, you can have fun home and i'm like cool i can do that and then <laughs> but there's also like so many things i can do because i pass yeah. i that's yeah. just that's that's mm-hmm. uh that that fucking sucks it's, it's, true. <laughs> it's so it's so it's so incredibly sad that the one musical musical that is offering work to black actors is this it's and it sucks because like and not gonna lie this was also personally my first big audition for something awesome because of the uh i got an audition for book of mormon uh for the national tour but i at the time i was i mean get it thank you at the time (laughs) i was uh was 18 and they're like we we would love you but we don't i we were tricked by your age <laughs> i was like that's fair don't do it um and like you looking, are very mature <laughs> yeah i thank you um and so and looking through the through the the casting thing it was like hi you must have a ugandan accent doesn't care how good doesn't care how bad you must have it and i was like is this really <laughs> is this really what we're doing <laughs> like can we be more than like a butt of a joke is my thing because I'm I'm tired of playing like the fucking black best friend, the heckin' underprivileged country type thing. And yes, work is work, but at the same time, when can we actually get rep- like equal representation? Because that's not equal. That's a fucking Amen. joke. Not even a little bit. Oh, that's almost a pun, Kyle. Oh, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's for Jesus. It's for I the feel like, I feel like we're getting to our next question. Kind mm-hmm. of, I think we're bridging on it. Is I think we're ready. Right now, yeah. the rights aren't available. 
I mean, not only is the world on fire, but it's still heavily on Broadway and it's heavily on tour. I think the the last, the most recent U.S. tour was closed due to the pandemic. Yeah. So rights aren't available around. When they come up, as we know they will, and we know at least in the Portland Main Theater community, they're going to be running for it. Because there's so many white men here. I was going to say there's so many black people there. What are you talking about? (laughs) So, should this show be done by local or community at the local or community level? Yes, no, why, why not? I'm going to give a hard no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to agree with that no. You uh, should only do it if it's a, like a, you know, if it's a touring thing or if it's a really, really big theater company and you know, you know, feel the vibe, feel out the, feel the room. Because are you going to offend people or are you just, are you doing it to try and just do it? Like, I don't think you should do it. (laughs) Yeah. Ask yourself if you're the one who wants to play Elder Price or Cunningham and And then... then, mm go from there and then ask what which poor one person in that community that is black has to wear the different hats of all the ugandan people because they're just going to be stressed out so just can I, you find that many black people in your town? after yeah. this conversation i feel like the only way i would be comfortable doing it is with a black director I would love to see that spin. Ooh, okay. I would love to see that spin. I was going to say flat out, no, don't do it, but I will, I will jump onto that thing. You turned me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do that. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> Maybe give the Ugandan characters some agency. Yes. yes. And just review the show with a new lens of some, of someone of the black community that can say, Hey, this is okay, but this isn't. A lot like we talked with um, Christmas Eve from Avenue Q. She specifically said, hey, this joke's okay, this one's not. This is funny because it's true. This is funny because it's hurtful, so we're not going to do this joke. Actually, surprise, Book of Mormon revival. All the Mormons are black people. The Ugandans are technically white people, and it is Trump's America. Okay. I want this. (laughs) I want it. I will play general butt fucking naked for that. <laughs> oh no, that will be Trump himself. <laughs> oh, I will not do that. I no said thanks. it. Nobody wants to see that. No one wants Nobody to see wants it, to but see I that. will give it to you. <laughs> Chantal always pushing the envelope just a little bit farther. A little bit farther. It's kind of farther. A little okay. bit farther. I might be, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so we we are under the agreement that it's maybe not something that should be done on a local or community level. No, why I'm gonna say no. No, 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 no. Not, not so, Maine. Maine is so white. Maine is so white. Okay. So, Hashtag Maine so white. <laughs> so if you want a show that does similar things. What are we going to recommend for substitutions? Oh, I've been racking my brain and I'm coming up empty here. I don't, um, you want to do, first. you want to do, uh, <laughs> you want to do Book of Mormon? You know what I think you should do? I think you should do cats. Fuck it. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Fucking do it. Push the envelope like that. But only cats. if you make the anuses really, 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 vivid. really fucking. <laughs> Maybe even just why like is, why? <laughs> God, why? No, no. Ooh, we're we have an energy oh, today. No, no you okay, and I are just, okay. We're vibing. Yeah, oh, do fucking no. cats. I hate yeah. that. 
Chantal, let's talk about this after. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> divulge into that. Um, okay. So I I do have one. I've been thinking about okay. it, and it came to me. I'll um, come for the serious one in a second. <laughs> so if we're thinking of some of the things you said that are that were important about this show was, oh my gosh, work for black people. So we're looking for shows that have that. We're looking for shows that have an amazing score. We're looking for shows that accurately display a lot of these struggles, maybe in a comical light sometimes, maybe in a real light. I present Memphis. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. okay. Memphis has a similar, a similar split in cast um, of racial diversity between... Uh, black people and white people um they have it has a score that is absolutely to die for i i love this that score so much i have Um, not gotten into memphis i'll have to it's really good it is incredible i saw uh i trust you both (laughs) with adam pascal and lover it was it was so good um but i think it 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 does what this, what Book of Mormon wanted to do. My serious one, okay, legit this time, but it's not a comedy. Uh, and if you're looking to have like a serious and, a, you know, good, candid conversation about race in America and just kind of the notion of believing, I think ragtime. Also, mm. it's a big ass cast. Go ham. Ooh. Go crazy. Go stupid. Ah, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Ragtime. It's, and the music is, ah. Uh, chef's kiss and it it shows the dichotomy of just everything in perspective and it's beautiful it's a beautiful show so do that i love that yeah <laughs> um i'm i'm still coming up empty for specific titles but i'd say really just anything that focuses on a black cast and is not uh playing to stereotype or um Ooh, yummy love that <laughs> or delicious I got, one. I, got one. I got one yummy oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Kyle, help me. I'm I'm poor in knowledge. Um, So two things, two shows just came to mind. Um, Yeah. One of them, based on previous conversations we had about Cole Porter. Oh. I think a show that would be great for this is Anything Goes. Yes. Especially if you're white people uh, in Maine. White White people people in Maine Maine would be great with Anything Goes. (laughs) Similar, similar style of humor for the time period. similar comedy similar song and dance level um you want a tap number like turn it off low gabriel glow there you go um if you specifically want one to focus on a black cast ain't misbehaving oh that's what i was trying to think i see you (laughs) i see you i see you and i see you also that score for ain't misbehaving oh please please thank you so much that was so good that's really good. Didn't that they just, good ones, Kyle. Good one. Thank you. They just did that, I think, recently at. It was like a co production with like Portland Stage. Oh, Stage and, and uh, Main State. Main State. Yep. The, yeah. 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 Nice shows. Yeah. Amos behave in the music of Fats Weller. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag onto that one because it was the one I was trying to think of and couldn't think of. <laughs> Sounds good. Credit. Sounds good. I want the credit. <laughs> Give me the point. 
How many gave you one oh Sad white lady. <laughs> 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 I will say though, I to bring. Sorry, I know we're like ending, but to bring back to your point, that made me like foam at the mouth a little bit. Uh, it made me a little rabid. Uh, <laughs> when the show first came out, I remember sitting here and I was, I was like in my in my school, being like, "Oh wow, Book of Mormon with black people, awesome!" And this white girl came in and she's like, "White girls get nothing," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I don't think that's correct. Okay. Nine to five. Oh. Um, everything. Everything. Oh. <laughs> that just made me think of that TikTok or that vine of, oh, that is not correct. That is not correct. Because according to the couple. Sorry, that's gross. That is what he does with his mouth. I'm sorry. It is. I couldn't do it. You can't know. for everybody. My uh, I had to do the bit. But yeah, I, I was just like. Ha-ha. I just went David Rose. That's not correct. <laughs> Yeah, David. I'm doing the Alexis arms. <laughs> oh. all right. We well, all love Creek. <laughs> um, well, I think we've read the Book of Mormon to Filth. Enough yeah, to we, we did. We did that. Yeah. Did that. I've, oof. <laughs> all right. So, stage manager Holly, yes. what, what have you got for us next week? Oh, my God. I'm so scared. She's cackling. I'm nervous. Oh, we no. can't hear it yet. <laughs> I just, everything hurts. I don't like this. I don't everything like hurts. this anticipation, and I don't like the look on her face. All of our shoulders are up by our earlobes. I know. <laughs> I know. We're just like... <laughs> are you blind when you're born? Can you see in the dark? Can you look at a king? Would you sit on his throne? Can you say of your bite that it's worse than your bark? Are you cock of the walk? When you're walking alone. Because jellicles are jellicles do. What you're listening to now is cats. Uh, Cats, uh, musical. All right. Cool. Easy to leave me. Seven-year-olds in that show. I'm not ready to talk about this. I've been avoiding the. I can't wait to discuss naked Beardus Alba. He's more naked than all the cats, and they're all naked, but he's the most naked. Why? Just before we go, I just I I wasn't kidding about that anus thing. There is a cut of this movie where you can see their kitty cat anuses. And with that. Thank you for listening to I Hate Musicals. Thank you. I'm Megan, the hater. I'm Kyle, and I'm thoroughly disturbed. I'm Chantal, and I miss Vine. (laughs) Thank you, and good night. Meow, meow. (laughs) 